Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Australian Ghost Whisperer with Katerina Legato and James Jennings. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Australian Ghost Whisperer. Hello, Katerina. Hi, James. And hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hope we're, you we're... all had a great week. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We're in different locations this week. Kat's at home, I'm at home. And uh, if you're watching the video of this uh, particular podcast, you might see that we have a special guest this week, uh, who Mm -hmm. is Dean. Dean, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. Hi, I'm Dean Huntley. I'm a kinesiologist and I operate out of the Southern Shire area. I have a business that is Dean Huntley Holistics. So that's my little shameless plug. Look me up if you're oh, interested. It's wonderful. <laughs> Love and, to have um, people like you yeah. on the show. Thank plug, you very much for having me. Plug away, my friend. Uh, so, so Dean, let's get into it. So um, I want to know where this all began. So obviously you had have experienced something um, quite supernatural and it led you towards Katerina's business. Mm. I want to take things way back to the beginning so you can tell us what what happened, what started happening, which made you go, hang on a minute, something something's not right, something paranormal is going on. Yeah, absolutely. So this, or oh, what are we now? This probably began, began about two months ago, just over two months ago. So it's it's been short and sharp and uh, very interesting, um, to say the least. So I, at the start of July, went to go and house sit for a friend. And she went off over to the UK and Europe for about a month. Now, the deal was that um, two of us house sit. So I house sit and look after her cat for the first two weeks. And then another one of her friends, which I know as well, uh, looks after the house and the cat for the next two weeks or the last two weeks. So it was like a mini vacation. I was like, yeah, cool. Why not? Let's go for it. Have a bit of fun. Um, now, I had known before that this particular house was suspected to have hauntings or things or something in there, bad energy. We weren't too quite sure, at least I wasn't told the full details until I found out quite a lot after. But uh, at the time... They left that out before you did the house sitting. Very very convenient detail. Well, she went a little bit further and I was like, look, there's nothing here. It's all good. Nothing's been happening. I'm like, okay, cool. Great. No worries. So there you go, going in, thinking nothing's going to happen. And the first weekend, and I'll include this detail because it's quite curious how it started first weekend i was actually at a fair out at manly just doing my tarot and kinesiology right so traveling back all the way back down to the southern shire area and house sat now looking off the cat and the very first night got in the bed and was fine it was a bit of a strange bed strange mattress because it was a temper mattress 
So it kind of like sucked you in that kind of strange feeling, right? So I was a bit, I was a bit unsure about that because I've got like a little uh, um, koala mattress. So it's nice and firm and, yeah. you know, all of that. But this kind of, you literally sink into it and then it immobilizes you. That's <laughs> not a strange thing. But yeah, it was really weird initially. I was like, this is, okay, whatever. I'll get used to it. It's only two weeks. And so that night I get back, feed the cat, do all the necessary, get into bed and start going to sleep. And suddenly I start hearing the cat scratching around, scratching around, scratching around, just playing around outside. I can't close the door because if I do, he'll scratch on the door and then annoy me even more. So of course, all right, fine, sure, whatever, let's do that. And then about 3 a.m. when I'm kind of just about to fall asleep because the cat stopped, smash, huge, big smash. I'm like, what the hell is that? Jump up. I look outside. The cat has been doing zoomies in the dark around the living room and has knocked over a mirror now this mirror is in the corner it's not against the wall it's it it's leaning against the wall it's not on a wall but it's leaning against the wall in a corner behind a massive crystal geode and next to a tv kind of cabinet so how it got in there and knocked it out it must have nicked it somehow and, it just, and the whole thing just went and fell over shattered everywhere really annoying yelled at the cat of course it got really scared and pissed off around the corner and cleaned it all up and that was my nose oh my god okay went back to the fair and just kept going right so fair's done that weekend come back i'm like okay cool it's all over great let's get to know the cat a bit better <laughs> i really hadn't had any time to do that right so let's get to know the cat la 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 having fun playing with it all of that's doing all the things it's showing me it's back it's you know changing things and there you go there's some lights going off the moment yeah and oh, <laughs> yeah it does that a bit they come around and visit from time to time um, <laughs> you do have a few visitors there yeah oh yeah this one hmm. particularly but uh, sometimes if i just do a little tweaky bit there <laughs> you can reset that so it's a little bit better thanks guys okay so got to know the cat it was all good fun and a few mornings I would kind of wake up with it on the bed making biscuits as the saying goes, right? So be at the end at your feet and be kind of like doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hey Phoenix. Thanks. All right. No worries. And I'm like, cool. Great. Think nothing of it. Next night kind of jumps on again, starts doing that. I'm like, oh, it's a bit strange feeling. And I look up and, oh, the cat's not there. Oh, okay. Whatever. Roll over. And kind of something starts, playing with my feet again and I'm like I move my feet kick them around a bit and it stops like, okay whatever go back to sleep next night again get in the bed all right cool there I am moving around and this continues for about a week okay it's constantly like I look up no cat no cat there that's strange it must be the temper mattress, that's what I'm thinking to myself, right? It sucked me in. <laughs> and when I when my pulse, because I have a pretty strong pulse generally, when it beats and the pulse goes through and like I'm imagining the whole mattress kind of goes <laughs> like that's what I'm thinking, right? No clue. Absolutely comple completely clueless. There's no other signs in the place, nothing's flickering off and on, and none of these things. <laughs> so I'm just like, whatever. And then I go, I get to the end of the two weeks. And of course, in all, in between all of this, the cat's playing outside. I'm attempting to try and sleep. It's doing things. It's doing it all the night activities, whatever. 
So I get to the end, I get to the, the changeover period where this other friend is going to come and take over for the next two weeks. And she comes in, I run her through the place, like, do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. And then we go outside, see her off, and then we we kind of, as you do, you just start chatting about life and things. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a bit strange. Like, she's got this strange temper mattress, and it just kind of like sucks you in. And I feel like it just, it moves, but it only moves around, like, my feet, which is really weird. Like, only around my feet and my, my knees kind of thing. And she's like, oh, that's that's not the mattress. That's that's one of the, the entities that's still around. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? She's like, it's fine. Like, it doesn't follow anyone. It doesn't doesn't leave. Like, you're all good. It's it's just harmless. I'm like, okay. And heart rate spikes. Adrenaline starts <laughs> pumping. I'm like, holy shit. What is happening here? So, of course, heightened awareness. Go back to bed. Get into bed. Oh, my God. It's playing with my feet. Jesus Christ. What is back, at, back at your house? No, 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 no. Still at their house. At their house, okay. Yeah, still at their house. Playing with my feet, playing with my feet. And this is where, because now I have the awareness, I look up and there's nothing there. Nothing there. The bed's not even moving. I can still feel it. Mm. This is the weird thing about it, right? This is the weird thing of this energy. Oh my God, this is really disconcerting, really creepy. Are you sure? I'm, maybe it's not the cat. Maybe there's the cat. I don't know. And then, of course, I hear the cat scratching outside at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, okay, it's definitely not the cat. Yep. <laughs> that something is definitely playing with my feet. Okay. Now, a bit of context for what happened at this point, because I was going into the end of a kinesiology course that I was doing. And we had like a solid three weeks of that coming up. So for myself, I was like, okay, I'm sleep deprived. The cat's going, driving me crazy. This ghosty is driving me crazy. I'm just going to bail a day early and go home and have a really great sleep in my nice, comfortable, secure, safe bed. It's going to be <laughs> great, guys. So much fun. So oh, good Lord. Okay. So left, went to bed that night, and it started again on my feet. And I'm like, this can't be it. No, it's, there's no way. They told me it doesn't follow people. It doesn't follow people. It can't. This can't happen. I was thinking maybe this is psychosomatic. Maybe this is me like just being overly kind of panicky and in and, and a little bit of kind of distress and, and shock and all of that. Like, oh, what's happening? Heartbeats going through the roof, everything, right? Everything is pounding. Like, oh my God. And I eventually fall asleep. Now, the, the just to give everyone an idea of what this thing actually did, it would basically start the minute I'd get into bed, start at my feet, start moving around my feet. And what it felt like was as if a person was literally straddling between your feet and was just doing this, that, literally all that. That's all it was doing. And then when you shuffle over, or if, even if you, you'd move your feet, it would stop. And then start again. And then you'd shift onto one side, you know, you land to one side, and it would move up to like your knees and just start pressing into like it's full full body weight like someone's fully standing there just pressing down there and then would stop and would shift over and would kind of kind of shift around your butt basically and would be shifting and shifting and shifting and shifting and moving around and shifting and it would do this like a few times then stop then a few times more then stop 
and a few times more and stuff. And probably for about maybe half an hour. And then it'll just completely stop. And by that time, usually either I've fallen asleep or it's just lost interest or whatever. And then either I'd wake up around three-ish in the morning. Katrina will know why. Lots of reasons for that time of the mm -hmm. day. But anyway, um, <laughs> I would wake up at that time and it would start again. <laughs> oh, what the Moving again and moving again. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And oh, so God. it was very disconcerting, very kind of worrying as well, because you, you just didn't know what the hell this thing was doing. Like, why? Mm. Why? Why is it doing this? What is So, you know, for about two months, even during the course I was going through, I was surrounded by a bunch of kinesiologists. So they were very supportive, very kind of helpful in the way that they were able to help, which was kind of balancing me from a kinesiology standpoint. But obviously, this was not a kinesiology issue. This was a spirit issue. So, of course, I reached out and asked for a few people. I was given the numbers of a number of people, including Katerina's. And... Um, the first lady of that list, um, I was a psychic medium who performed spirit rescues. I talked to her, told her the situation, and she basically attempted to do the first spirit rescue, um, but nothing seemed to happen. She said it was gone, but something didn't feel right, and it just seemed like, nope, it hasn't happened. It's, got, it's still there. Checked it again, did another one, still didn't go. And now she was doing this from distance, I might add. Um, she wasn't yet ready to see people in person and that's her reasons. Um, but I was like, okay, that's not going to work at all. Now, in between all of this, I was taking advice from people who didn't really know what they were doing <laughs> or talking about. Um, and a lot of it was you know, old fishwife tales and stuff of that nature, like, you know, putting... <laughs> pins and lemons next to your bed <laughs> or now that's an interesting one actually which is really pins curious so <laughs> pins and lemons yeah, yeah i haven't one. heard that one yeah it's, it's a strange one it's a curious so it's not for spirits it's for negative energy that's the oh, idea wow. and so you take an, an orange a lemon sorry and you take a pin and you think of whatever <laughs> it is the person or object or whatever is causing negative energy. you stab it and then you put it next to your bed Yep, literally it's a thing. And you uh, you leave it there for about, I think it's two, three weeks. And it's really interesting. I did that because I was like, fuck, I'm just going to try everything at this point. I don't know what the hell's going to work, whatever. Um, stabbed it, put it all in. I put three pins in, right? And I only thought of one of the pins for this entity. Put next to a bit. Now, what's bizarre is only around that single pin, it went black. I've got the photos to prove it as well because it's like, that's just weird. Yeah. So strange. Didn't do anything else besides that. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Um, so that was that was a bust. I tried putting salt water, sorry, salt into water into a glass next to my bed for 40 days. Didn't do anything either. Uh, I even went so far as to put salt around the base of my bed, as like you know, you see in supernatural and all of that. Circle of salt protects you didn't do shit as well um i used very creative that's a... oh yeah creative. I, was, I was trying them all i was just like why not let's give this go i used chimes like like this a um a bar chime mm -hmm. very high pitch i won't play it because speakers probably won't be able to pick it up 
Um, I used singing bowls. I used incense. I used sage. Sage the shit out of the place. I used practically all the conventional uh, means of clearing things. Um, and then eventually by this, and this was before I might add, I contacted the first medium. And so eventually she got to the point where she's like, I can't really help you, but maybe you need to reach out to someone else. And I was like, okay, next person on the list, which was Kat. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I had a look at the website. I was like, if, yep. Pretty she wasn't the first person on the list. Well, yeah, it was interesting. This is just from a, um, a Reiki master who gave it to me, the details. Okay. Um, so I was just like, okay, got nothing to lose. Let's go. Let's give it a, let's give it a go. So yeah, I looked her up on the website and was like, ooh, all right. A few exorcisms. Okay, this might be something. And messaged her and said, hey, I've got a, got a strange one for you. <laughs> um, told her the situation and yeah, kind of went in and the rest is history. So it's it's been a very unique and very interesting ride. Um, but I did find out potentially one of the reasons why it, it did happen. Now, I myself am writing a little book about uh, like an introduction to spiritualism, shall we say, or the spirit world or people going through spiritual awakenings. And part of in that it's about... Um, I said to myself, and this is this is a little um, be careful what you wish for kind of moment, <laughs> shall we say, where I kind of said to myself, oh, I would really like to experience something, so I knew what to write about, <laughs> so I could write about it from a first-hand point of view. <laughs> well, <Wow>, hot damn! <laughs> So yeah, very be very very careful what you wish for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, very curious that it followed, which is very interesting. Mm. Um, very curious. It didn't do anything else. I had many people, many psychics, um, tell me that it was a male energy. It was a demented male energy, is what one person said. Another person said it was a mentally insane person who had passed. Uh, another person said it was comically tied to the owner of the place that I was house-sitting. Yeah. Uh, another person said that the that particular bedroom has a portal in it uh, and that multiple things can come through, but that portal been, had been able to have been closed or at least the four out of five entities in that house had apparently been removed through a transference healing session. But that single one entity, which uh, latched onto me, was the only one left. Now, I haven't contacted the, the former owner of, or the owner of the place yet to see if anything's still there for her. Um, but I might do that when I've got some free time coming up. So mm. that's mm. the crazy story. Questions, please. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, I want to ask Katarina. So, so when Dean came in to see you, Katarina, I want to now get this, get it from your perspective. So Dean's mm. called you up. He's told you the problem. What, when he came to see you, what did you see? Cause obviously you mm. can see into the spirit world in a way that most people can't. What did you see? What did you sense? So by the time Dean had gotten to me, because he tried so many things, obviously he, the, the, the entity, because entities will absorb your energy. We become like a battery for them because they need our energy. They plug in and they need our energy to continue to survive in this physical realm. So by the time Dean got to me, um, he had absorbed, Dean had absorbed that entity. So the entity and him were like one. They were quite connected. It had moved in and it had connected to all of his chakra system. And it was, you know, pretty much looking to either had Dean not gotten to me to perhaps do a takeover of him and what an entity can actually do because it was quite a strong, dark entity and I don't believe it was a human form. It was a demonic entity. It would have eventually looked to have pushed out Dean's soul and moved into the body. So what happens then, he would have become sort of half-possessed, then you would have gotten half a Dean being possessed, controlled by demonic entity. So um, Donna was there that day too, so we needed to use a few things because, like, I realised, and I didn't want to scare him, but I laid him on my bed and I thought, we need to get rid of this, like, ASAP. Mm -hmm. So I used a combination of hypnotherapy first to actually get Dean, to get Dean's unconscious mind to step up and help with releasing it because the unconscious mind understands that our unconscious mind, firstly, always has our back. So with using hypnotherapy, I was able to get the unconscious mind to cooperate in expelling this demonic entity. So that's the first thing I used and took Dean into a nice relaxed state and gave instructions to his unconscious mind that we needed to expel this entity. Mm. And once I did that, we began, Donna was there too that day, so we began to channel Sorry, just, Energy, sorry just, really. just to interrupt for a sec, Kat. So people mm. who are listening or watching may not be aware who Donna is. Donna is... Um... Oh, she, yeah, she does the light frequency. She does the sound frequency. So she uses all the um, the crystal bowls and, yeah. So she was often there. You guys work, work together a lot. Yeah, we do. We work together quite a bit and she loves all this stuff. So we were both, because, again, of the extreme situation with Dean, we both began channeling healing energy to him and 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 we, I got Dean to breathe and to relax and and finally it expelled. we got it out and we sort of sent it off on its way and then we um Donna used some of her frequency bowls to help 
just align his body, align the chakras, get his frequency up again, and I continue just healing. Obviously, he needed because he was so, like, exhausted from the whole trial of what he'd been through and his energy was completely depleted. Mm -hmm. So I continued to channel the healing energy to kind of boost his energy also to restore like some of that leaking energy that was because it had been kind of drawing at his life force for so long. Mm -hmm. So it needed to kind of work with the damage that that entity had done because I think it was like almost three months, wasn't it, Dean, by the mm. time you got to me? So it had had time to put cracks in his energy field, to to kind of, you know, draw energy out of the chakra system. So I had to repair all of that work whilst Donna did the beautiful frequency bowls, which helped Dean to go into a nice journey and relax and reconnect with himself. So that's how the that's the methods we used. We needed to use one, two, three different methods in order to get the result. Amazing. So, yeah. So, so what did what do you think, Kat, was as was happening at the house that that Dean was house sitting? Look, obviously, this house honestly needs a good clearing, and I think you know I find it quite bizarre when people tell me that they've gotten a house clearing done but there's still an entity roaming around or it's not finished. They've only done part of it. To me, if you're going to go in and clear a house, if you're somebody that you are, um, have the knowledge, uh, I don't understand why these people, mediums or healers, go into a house and only half do a job. Mm. To me, you shouldn't be doing it. I'm sorry because this is the, this is the result of what happens. Things get out of hand. People can become possessed by these types of entities and you know and and literally lose their mind so if you're going to go out there and do house clearings you have to do it all the way you've got to be able to shut all the portals you've got to be able to cross over lost souls clear and banish entities from a home and at the end when you're finished that home should feel lovely and peaceful and calm mm -hmm. there shouldn't be anything left yeah. And I find it really bizarre that I hear this time and time again from, from clients or new people who come to me who say, oh, you know, they did this, but there was still a spirit roaming around in the case of Dean. There was still a, a demonic entity. So how anybody can go in and clear a home and then still leave a demonic entity, is just, is, I just don't know. So I think that there's too many people in this paranormal movement who are not doing their work properly. Now, you know, had more and more time gone on for Dean, he would have got to a point where we could not remove it. Really? And I've had cases like that, many cases over my over 30 years of doing this work, where they have been possessed by an entity for so long that you just can't remove it. It's completely kind of taken over. And and pretty much people from that need to pretty much then end up in a psychiatric hospital, psychiatric drugs. There's nothing more that can be done. So that would have been the direction. And as you see, Dean is a lovely young man, very spiritual, very well equipped with a wonderful future ahead of him, mm. you know, to have ended up in, in a situation as, as, as he was.
Yeah. Well, I can tell you one thing. An interesting fact is that House, um, the lady who was is living there, she dealt with this thing for an entire year of it dancing around her feet. Yeah, I know. But and she hadn't told you. She hadn't made. Well, she she. I knew there was potentially something there, but she said, "Oh, it's it's fine now. Everything hasn't Mm. there hasn't been anything." Da 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 da. I'm like, okay, all right, sure. Um, yeah, but she's lucky she didn't get possessed by it. Well, really. yeah, the fact that she's been dealing with it for an entire year is—it's you know, a long time, and that's the thing with entities. You know, it's—it's it's really they will attach and they will draw out your life force, and and it will make you very sick emotionally, spiritually, physically. So actually, Kat, Kat, you mentioned that. Um, you know, the demon had kind of been chipping away at Dean's energy and he created energy leaks. Connecting to each of his chakras, apart from the heart. Right. Which was because, and I think because of the evolution of Dean, because he is quite a spiritual person. But um, it was still, had done a great job of really aligning to Dean's energy. Right. Yeah, I, I'm curious. Is there a way to actually protect yourself from that, from that kind of thing? Like, how how can someone protect themselves from that kind of attack? I think with something like that, leave the home. You can't really when you're dealing with something demonic. This isn't just a spirit. This is something demonic, mm. um, and they they can be very strong. Did you see it? Could you see what it looked like, Kat? Can you describe Yes, he was expelling it. Yeah, it smelled. It had a bad smell to it. It was like a, that smell of gutter sewage. That's what demons smell like, smelt them before. Oh. And it was just this dark, ugly thing. Hmm. It became abolished by the light, but... Um, Good. <laughs> yeah. But he when he Dean came in, I could see it was like he yeah. had this sort of dark, dark cloud around him. Did you feel that, Dean? Did you feel like there was a bit of a dark cloud flying you around? There was definitely a sense that there was something around. Like mm. I wasn't alone. It definitely felt no, it, was was. Di- it was a different type of um like I don't know if you've ever felt before, but you, you, if you kind of know when, you know, your people are around, mm. you kind of know that feeling to say this least, um, you know, your spirit guides, you kind of have that sense of, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, they're there, they're backing me. Mm. But this was something different. This was like an ever present kind of almost foreboding, which is very curious. And I'll, I'll, I'll add to the point about the heart energy. Um, a few times when I, I was in bed and it was kind of attacking me, I would, and what's interesting as well, it would never go above my hips, hmm. never go any higher, which was very curious, I found. Hmm. And I kind of put that down to my heart energy, or at least the, hmm. the energy around my heart. And when I would purposely visualize kind of the energy around my heart expanding, hmm. it actually would stop. So it would stop dancing around for a little bit. But of course, that would require me to constantly keep expanding. Mm-hmm. And that's very tiresome and exhausting. Um, and there were some interesting moments where early on in the piece, um, 
where I could, when I was expanding, I could actually f almost feel it. And it's hard to describe, obviously, from an energy standpoint, but it felt as though it was pushing up against the barrier of that hard energy, which is very interesting to feel. Mm -hmm. But again, you are constantly pushing and pushing and pushing and, and it's just it just wears you down because mm. the heart chakra is the most powerful chakra mm. we have this incredible scalar energy that comes from our hearts and when we are in our hearts yes we produce this amazing mm. you know shield of protection around ourselves so it would it would have started trying to shut down your heart mm. and that's when it would have then been able to take you know, 80% oh, yeah. control of you. Hmm. And what saved you was the fact that you are quite spiritual and so evolved that it really had a hard time with closing down your heart. Yep. Wasn't going to give and you that, satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, it's really wild. And, um, yeah, again, I'm always amazed that Katerina has done this so many times now, which is like, oh, yeah, saw a demon, expelled the demon. Like, it's, it's you know, to the average. So casually, yeah. So casually, so casually. It's, well, it's, look, you know, I was trained by spirit. I didn't go and do courses or anything, you know. I was taught directly by my own guides how to deal with these types. It wasn't something I left school and said I wanted to do, of course. But I get a lot of satisfaction because it's helped that they're not going to get anywhere. I've had always had so many other healers, to which I'm grateful for, who have been sensible enough to send me clients that had things like this going on with them because they knew it wasn't, you know, they didn't have the skill um, to remove these types of things. Mm. So I have always over the years had um, a lot of healers refer people like Indine's situation to me. Mm. Um, but I, I I really enjoy it because I kind of know I'm, I'm quite, I'm very protected, I'm confident, I've got my spirit family around me that always help me. And, you know, and it's also about keeping the person safe and expelling that entity as fast as possible. And you've got to get it right first time. You can't have, I couldn't have half done a job and then said to Dean, we'll come back next week, we'll give it another try, we'll come back. <laughs> Once you go for it, to me, it's if I'm going to take it on and do it, then it's got to be done. Got to be done the right way. Can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't because it's more suffering for the person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and unfortunately, and I always say to people, you know, you can smudge as much as you want. He could have smudged and gone through a hundred, yeah. you know, smudge sticks. They don't care. They don't give they don't, they're scared of a bit of smoke. Or so. They don't exactly, care. Yeah. They don't care about a lemon and all these. Yeah. Or even they don't even really care too much about, you know, holy water. They don't care. The thing, the only thing that you're going to do to remove it is you've got to fill that person with so much light that the frequency of that person that is having the issue is so heightened that that, entity because it's such low frequency cannot feel comfortable in that type of environment anymore and that is the only way you're going to expel it it has to be done energetically you've mm -hmm. got to get the frequency up you've got to contain high frequency 
in the room that you're doing that work in. Because when we started, I don't know if you remembered it, but the rooms turned really cold because it mm. started to kind of, you know, claw up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what the hell? So mm. they will kind of come for you and turn everything really cold and try to scare you and try to like i you know i'm not i'm not leaving i've had people even like you know where the entity has used that person's voice box mm. to talk and tell me off and call me all kinds of names wow. be called many a thing but yeah you just got to stay focused and the more light you begin to channel then it loses its its strength its power of it the person and then it has no choice but to go so it will still take dean a few weeks to get his Mm. energy levels up high yeah it's still going to take him a good three you don't just heal from these things you know you heal yes as far as the demon but psychologically what it does you know people will still go to bed and be scared and go has it really gone? Is it really gone? And my, you know, then the mind can play tricks. The body needs to heal. The energy needs to heal. So, you know, that's why we say lots of sunshine, get out in nature, try to remain really grounded and give yourself a good three weeks to heal. You had it for three months. You're going to need mm-hmm. three good weeks to really heal and get your energy up and feel good again and get that programming because that's the hardest yes, part absolutely. you know that programming of you know the mind yeah. taken on this pattern because that's it's it. something different and being able to let go it does it has a really um you know quite a a, a big psychological effect on a person very much so. it's very fearful yeah of course mm. you know and when i i got into this work because that had been done to me. Oh, yeah, okay. that's how I came to go and in, get into this work. Oh, I wow. had had a very nasty mother-in-law who did a lot of black magic to me. Mm. Eventually, I became possessed by this demonic entity. I was very mm. young, and I remember, like Dean, going from person to person to person to the priest, to church, to everything that I could think of. And, you know, some people would say, oh, you're crazy, it's in your head. And it was terrible. And I fought it because I was already, I had a gift, I fought it and fought it until one night, you know, one day somebody pointed me in the direction of a woman um, out in um, Toon Gabby. And she used to hold these circles every Friday night and people would go that had entities attached to them. And so I went this Friday night and, you know, she saw straight away that it had all this black magic and done to me. And I remember laying on the healing bed and she had a little group of other little healers there with her. She started praying over me and I remember just yelling like screaming this thing out of me and then it was the biggest turning point of my life you know I just like it took me a long time to heal from that but she said to me she says you have a wonderful gift she said stay with us and learn and you know and that's how you know between her and my guides teaching me that's how I came to do this work otherwise I wasn't planning on 
going out there and doing this at all. I love doing readings and doing some healings, but not kind of full-on exorcisms. So that's how it so I know what it feels like. That's why I get I get very annoyed when I get re, I feel really sad for people when they come to me and say, I've gone here, I've gone there. And it's like I think if you're gonna be a healer, really be truthful about what you can take on and can't. And if Absolutely. it's out of your field, there's no shame in that. That's you right. know, it's cool. Just say, look, it's it's not in my league. I can't help you, rather mm. than, you know, adding more grief, more pain to somebody who's searching because I went through all that. Mm. And it's not nice. And you lay awake at night and you can't sleep. You become sleep deprived. Mm. You you feel like you're going mad and nobody seems to understand. Yeah. So Dan, you're not going mad. Exactly. Dan, my, my story, like a lot of your story is similar to things that have happened to me and uh, – in in the same way i had i was living in a place that was very haunted and i i found someone who came over katarina knows this story yeah i came over they you know did a bit of spray around the house oh it's all gone now it's all gone. <laughs> you know? and then and then for like three days nothing happened i'm like oh my god and then it all just kicks back it just ramped mm, up again yeah and but luckily for me my second port of call was katarina so ah, i only had one charlatan to deal with before i got to katarina mm. uh, and and yeah the difference between someone who uh, not, doesn't know what they're doing and it's just like oh you'll be right now and it's like, really because it's still mm. happening and in fact it's probably a little bit worse yeah. and katarina came yeah, in exactly. and the problem was gone and stayed gone nice yeah. and that's how yeah it has to be that's what I'm saying. Otherwise, don't do it. And I think that right. there's just this influx now of, you know, healers and masters and shamans and all these wonderful, yeah. weird and wonderful names. <laughs> but do you really have it in you to go and take this That's work right. on? Like, I you know, you've got to yeah. really want to do this you've got to really know what you're doing and you cannot have one bit of doubt or fear mm, absolutely you, you just cannot because they will have a field day with you mm. you have to hold that space no matter what like i said i've had entities call me names and scream the person's been lying on the screaming and carrying on I mean, I had to literally sit on somebody <laughs> to hold them <laughs> down. But you just can't. Wow. You just do what you've got to do and you stay focused. It's You've gone into a battlefield because mm. if you show any fear, they will unleash. And don't forget, demons have their own demonic realms and they will unleash that onto you. If you start being doubtful, you don't know how to keep your space enclosed. They will unleash, more will come, and you don't have to be in that position. That's what happens. That's why I always say I've had lots of people like Dean come to me, and it's like, oh, I've been through this person or that. No. Yeah. It's just really sad. I think, you know. Mm. But we got there in the end. That was we good. did. And, you know, and <laughs> yeah, we did. We do. That's you're looking good, Dean. You look, you're looking bright and happy. So yeah. it, it made you feel better. 
Very much so it did, yeah. Yeah, was, and he's such a, a positive, relief. wonderful soul, you know, and I think that's been what really held you together through those yeah. three months is that you are such a positive and quite a spiritual person yourself. Well, I always knew it wasn't going to be mm. forever, and I always knew there was a solution to it. Mm. It's just a matter of finding the yeah. solution. So it wasn't a... Oh God, there's no hope. It was more no, of a right. What's next? What can I try next? What I kind of took a bit of a pragmatic perspective to the whole thing. I was like, all right, mm. this sucks. What can I do next? Who's next? Yeah. What is this? Right, that hasn't worked. Okay, let's What's try this next? person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm very grateful that you were the second port of call. <laughs> no, um, I'm great. I'm really happy that we got rid of it. Because you, yeah. I think you have a great future ahead of you with your work, and you I think much. you're going to do lots of. You might end up being an exorcist yourself one day. You never know. Could always <laughs> come and learn. That's right. <laughs> I'm happy to teach. <laughs> I mean, exorcism school. Sign yeah, up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe that's what's next for me. My career in exorcism be. That's pretty school. Cool. Be great, you know. I think there are. I think if, if you're a strong healer and you're not scared, I think that yeah, yeah, you, know, you don't have fear. Then I think you're you're a good candidate. Mm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. been recruited, Dean. Apparently, been so. recruited. <laughs> Let him recover a bit longer. <laughs> Give uh, me some time first, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, very good. Well, Dean, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Um, really interesting. Um, you know, there's there's been thrills, chills, and uh, happy that uh, it's got a happy ending and it's it's gone. Thank God. Me too. Absolutely. And thank you for having me, guys. Um, God, thank you yeah. so much, Dean, <laughs> for coming on and sharing your story. It helps others that are on the search Yes, that absolutely. need help. So thank you, Dean. It's more why we do this, um, mm. just to reach out if there are the people who need help. That's right. It's yeah. good to give people hope. Yeah, never lose hope and never lose faith. That's the two important things. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's a poignant note to end the episode on. So thank you very much. Dean, thank you, Katarina. And if you're listening or watching, please remember uh, to like, subscribe, comment, all that kind of good stuff. And if you have your own story um, about, you know, um, paranormal, supernatural bumps in the night or whatever, feel free to get in touch with us or find us on social media. Uh, you know, maybe you have a story you want to share with people as well. So uh, on that note, thank you again, Dean. And uh, Kat, I'll see you again next week. See you next week. Thank you, Dean. And thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. To gain access to private spiritual development classes, guided meditations, and live Q&As with Katerina, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash the Australian Ghost Whisperer. 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.